Hey, hey, this is DJ Kirkbride. I'm the co-writer of The Once and Future Queen, and you are listening to Ten Pod Radio. It's the first time I've used Skype on my phone, so... Introduce <laughs> yourself and maybe talk briefly uh, about your books to start. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Celestial. Um, my pen name is Celestial Ann. My real name is Celestial McBride. So um, I am, I, I would call myself a very indie writer. I have two self-published books on Amazon. One called The Cremost, which is a sci-fi thriller adventure kind of uh, story. That's my very first book. And then I had one come out earlier this year called The Game of Six which is actually a crime thriller drama. Um, both are very, like, family-oriented. Not family-friendly, though. It's definitely adult content. But um, that basically takes you on adventures through different storylines um, based on the genres. Cool. Uh, have you been writing uh, long? I have actually been writing all my life. Writing's always been one of those things that calms me down. Um, if I can sit in for an entire day right, I would do it. Um, I try to write every chance I get. I actually started out as a um, script writer. So I used to have notebooks and notebooks. And when I say notebooks, I actually mean notebooks because for whatever reason, I'm not necessarily technologically inclined like I can use a laptop I can do a whole lot of things with a laptop but when it comes to writing I can't seem to ever get a train of thought out if I'm sitting in front of a computer screen versus if I have an actual notebook and pen in my hand I'll write for hours and hours that in so I have notebooks and notebooks of scripts some of them are really ridiculous. Like, I go back and read them every once in a while, because you never know. I mean, some of those old stories may be, like, hidden gems. So I go back and rewrite them or reread them, and I'm like, man, I don't even know why I wrote this. Like, it's ridiculous. But um, at, uh, about four years ago, I actually made the switch from writing scripts and screenplays to writing actual novels. And that's when I came up with the idea for my first book, which is The Kermose. Um and I just find that novels, as a script writer, you get to tell people basically what to do, where to be, and everything like that. But with the novel writing, you tend to basically be able to pull them into the story more. You can set the scene with your words and stuff. And I've always found that fascinating. So that's when I made the switch. Um, it was about four years ago to actual novel writing versus just writing. Uh can you recall one of your earliest memories about writing stories or uh, deciding to write? Um, I would think probably one of the earliest ones was I had this screenplay, and it was right when, now, right now I'm 20, so a lot of my earliest memories were, like, within the last few years, right? <laughs> I'm still a baby, but one of my earliest was, this was right when, like, the spy kids were big and all those kids, superheroes. Now, one of my biggest influences in any of my writing is James Patterson, who is known as, like, one of the best crime writers and stuff like that, right next to, like, Stephen King, stuff like that. So James Patterson wrote this book series called um, The Maximum Ride Series. And 
one of my favorite, still one of my favorite um, book series. And this was right when he started writing all of those. And so I just started reading all of them. I started writing this screenplay and I called it The Kids in Action. And it was basically a bunch of kids fighting crime. And I think it ended up being like seven notebooks long of just ridiculous grit of this like I was like at first it was gonna be a movie and then I was like no I'm gonna make it a tv show so it's episodic and I went and actually I still have all those notebooks and I went back to read them and I was like man I was way too young to be writing this but that was probably one of my earliest just projects I mean I don't remember any other one before that one that was my big first push into the writing cool uh, what kind, uh, how would you describe your writing style? Ooh, um, one of the big things is, is every book series, um, because my first two books, they will have sequels that come out here. I'm currently working on a, I believe it's going to be a six book series. Right now I'm working on book three of the series. Um, I haven't published any of these. I'm actually working to get actual publishers for this book series because I think this could be a really, really popular one because of the culture we live in now. Um, so I would definitely say it doesn't, not one of my books follows the same writing style. Like one's a sci-fi thriller, one's a crime thriller, and then the one I'm currently working on is a family drama um doesn't it, i mean it ties in with the crime drama a lot but each of them kind of has their own individual self i definitely um would describe myself i guess as a graphic writer like you can dive in pretty deeply and you'll probably be like man this one this girl's messed up but, i mean you meet me in person and i love marvel stuff and everything like that it's just the way that i've always worked is being able to dive into the dark side that some people are afraid to dive into. Uh, if you was going to give people a pitch to read your stories, like, right away, what would be the short pitch you would give? Uh, do I get to pick any of my books or just, like, read me as in general? Uh, maybe a, a, a kind of pitch on your writing in general. Um, oh, that's a hard question. Um... You never know what to expect when you turn the page. One page may be help you relate a lot, but then the next page will dive into a part of your psyche that you've never gone. So really and truly, you may know the story, but you turn that page and it would be completely different than what you think. Uh, with your writing, um, do you think uh, the your style has changed over time? Because you talk about writing from a very young age, or do you think you kind of kept around the same style of writing? Um, I mean, you always evolve. So with my first book, The Cremos, I I honestly I've gone back and reread that book because obviously I'm working on the sequel to it, and there's some things that now I'd be like, okay, that didn't really work in the story, but it's in the story now, so now it kind of works when you put the whole story together. Um, so you've always evolved, and one of the big things that I've actually noticed about my writing is my character development has evolved tenfold. When I first started writing, my 
the Kermo story, um, I struggled because one of the biggest pieces of making it an actual novel, getting that novel title, is it has to be a certain amount of words. So it has to be 40,000 words or more. And some like publishing companies will be like, oh, it has to be 60,000. That's their own personal thing. But to be considered a novel, it has to be 40,000 words or more. So when I first started my uh, book, The Cremos, I struggled. I think that thing sat at about 36,000 words for like a year while I tried to figure out how to add 4,000 words. Now you're like, that's not very many words, but when you're trying to add on to a story that you think is already complete, it becomes a challenge. When I got to the game of six, it was easier. Like, I guess I worked more on my character development and everything like this. It's just you got to know the characters more rather than being like, oh, Joe Smo walked into a bar. You're like, Joe Smo and Sally holding hands walked into a bar. So I kind of evolved more with the detail of the scene, making you really feel like you were there. Um, now with my uh, my new book, and it's a book series called The Father's Angel. I'm hoping to get the first one out by January. Um, I have found that I'm now struggling to kind of keep it contained. Now, this book, it's a book series, and I knew going in it would have to be a book series just with the in-depth. But I just finished um, editing and typing up my first book of the series, and it's 52,000 words on no words added to it from the original writing, other than obviously like the minor fixes. So I think as a whole, my writing has matured, I guess, or just um, grown up in the sense of I'm actually able to add the details that I've been trying to add. Uh, what sort of fiction do you enjoy reading? Um, I am definitely a crime slash sci-fi um, nerd. I am actually, fun fact about me, I'm a paranormal investigator by passion, habit, and slight addiction. Um, so I go out and I go, what people call it ghost hunting, we call it paranormal investigating. So I sit in a dark room and I talk to things that people are like, oh, they don't exist. I try to find evidence that they do. So I am definitely into the science fiction. I mentioned James Patterson earlier. He does both crime and sci-fi. Um, Stephen King, he does horror and he's probably one of my favorites. So I pretty much stick around the science fiction, alien, ghosts, and the crime stuff. Uh, besides other fiction, what what do you think is the biggest influence on your writing outside of that? Um, yikes. Um, I would definitely say just my experiences around me. A lot of times, the reason I like writing in a notebook is I can take that notebook anywhere. I don't need to plug it in. I don't need to be in a room that I can, like, have a laptop on a table. I can literally just grab my notebook. It's just a normal college-ruled 120-page notebook. Go sit anywhere in the world and write. Well, what that also allows me to do is just kind of look around at people's demeanor. I'm a psychology major um, in school, and I graduated in a week with my degree, so my biggest thing is I love to see people's interactions with each other. I mean, watching someone who gets mad at another person, you may not know why it's mad, but you watch their body language and you can tell. Then to me, I'm like, okay, I can now describe that in words and add it 
to my book somehow. So a lot of it has to do with just my normal day-to-day interactions, whether at work or just hanging out in the town um, and just basically people watching, watching people's reactions, watching what occurs around me and stuff. Because I mean, the you have in order to be a good writer, you kind of have to be a good watcher and a good listener. So you can describe it on your in your book. Uh. If you could think of it, what would be the one part of your writing that you would like to improve on the most? Um, actually, this came more recently. Um, I had I've been um obviously pitching my book to um publishing companies, my new series, and it's the first time I've ever done any of this. So obviously, being an indie writer, I'm like I don't know what any of this means. Um, one of the critiques that I got from one of the publishing companies was my writing seemed adolescent. Now I'm 20 years old, so adolescence pretty normal. I mean, I'm 20 years old, but I would like to improve on that because obviously it's not necessarily a critique. It's just they're looking for, I guess, more mature. Um, definitely my grammar because I am not a grammar Nazi. I put commas where periods should be. Like I'm bad. That's why I also uh, handwrite because it's a natural editing. I'm like, I don't think that comma goes here when I type it up. So probably just my grammar in general and then somehow figure out how not to sound so adolescent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, what kind of stuff do you do to get away from writing when you're maybe struck, like uh, a hobby or uh, another thing that you love to do? Um, well, I'm a big video game nerd, um, Call of Duty, all of that stuff. So I can play Call of Duty. Um, one of my biggest things, if I don't have to work, because I do work a full-time job, um, if I don't have to work, I tend to go down to um, down south in South Florida. I go down to Fort Lauderdale and just basically get away. Most of the time, I, I bring my notebook everywhere with me. I always have it in a bag. So if we're, I'm ever out anywhere and I have a bag with me, you can almost bet that my notebook's inside of it. And I won't let anyone touch that bag. That's a sacred bag to me. Um, but I'll just go down to Fort Lauderdale. Um, hang out for the weekend. That's where I do most of my paranormal investigations with a team down there. Um, so I pretty much that's my normal routine. Um, with this new book, I haven't really gotten to the point where I have writer's block yet. Um, hopefully it won't happen. Hopefully I can get through the series without the writer's block. But that's probably my normal. And then the gym. The gym is probably my everyday savior. If I get stressed, anything, I'm at that gym. So writer's block is no match for lifting weights way too heavy and almost my body weight. Uh, do you find that uh, writing with you is always about uh, finishing a story or is it like some people like they can write and it can be therapy at times or it can be just for a release at times with no no uh, intentions of publishing or anything? When I was younger, that was how I used to write was it was very therapeutic for me. Um, if I got frustrated, I would just write a random story. Um, didn't have to make sense to anyone else, but it made sense to me. Could be some off-the-wall writing that I go back now and I'm like, I just want to know what was going through my head when I wrote this. This is weird. Um, now, I don't find it as therapeutic because of the passion I have for it. Um, now, I could say it's probably more, I 
have to finish the story. I want to finish the story. Um, I have to push the story on. I always leave for work an hour early. I work like 30 minutes from my house just so I could sit in my car and write. Um, so it's not as therapeutic, but it's definitely a passion. So it's more of I have to finish the story more now. Uh if you would give any advice to somebody that's starting out writing and hasn't written, like, maybe has, like, a desire to write but not the confidence to start out, what would you give them for advice? Um, I would definitely say some people will be like, oh, well, outline first, then write the story. It never worked for me. I have tried. I've tried to outline an entire book before, and then when I go to write, I'm like... This isn't even what I want to write. I would just simply say, start out with nothing. If you're a computer writer, sit down at your computer, a blank thing on your screen. Um, if you're a notebook writer like myself, grab an empty notebook. All of my books have their own individual notebooks that are labeled, everything like that. So I can easily go back and just write. Your mind will naturally tell a story. Like if you ever look out at the night sky and you're trying to find the stars, your eyes will see the stars. But if you're like looking in the trees and you're like, oh, I want to see a star. And so you're digging through the trees and everything, but you're not looking up, you'll never see the stars. So don't go looking in weird places. Don't force your mind to see something that's not there. Your mind will naturally write the story for you. You just have to allow it to and not try to control where your mind goes. For your first writing, your mind will go all sorts of places. Your mind will be like, oh, he's at this breakfast place and now he's like in the trees, like in a wood somewhere. Um, just let it go because you can always clean it up later. You can't always get those ideas back. So write, write, write. And then when you go, when you're finally like, okay, I want to put this together into a short story, into a book, anything like that, then you can do the cleanup. Uh, if you wanted, if somebody wanted to start out, uh, and read something with you, what would be the thing you would recommend? Uh, read something, that what do you written, mean? That you've written. Like, of yours, what would be the first thing you would recommend for somebody to read? Honestly, probably one of my, my favorite of the two books I have published. Hands down, if I could, I'd be like, read my new book that's coming out called More Than You Know. But obviously, it's not out yet. So I can't <laughs> suggest that to someone because it's under very small wraps right now. Um, I would say go with Game of Six. Um, unless you're a huge sci-fi nerd, Game of Six tends to appeal to a lot more people because it's more psychological. Um, and it's a crime thriller, so it's easy to understand. Some of the things in the, the Cremost are, you kind of have to be into that stuff to understand some of the logic. Um, so I would say go with Game of Six. It will take you on a very twisted ride. By twisted, I mean probably 16 years and up to read it. Um, I mean, if you're 14, you want to read, I mean, with parents' permission, but probably adult-oriented ages, um, it will, it's a, it's a fun ride. I still, most of the time, I have a hard time reading my work, but when I was going back and, um, re and typing up that book, I was so excited. It was such a thrill for me to reread what I'd already written. Um, so it's probably one of my favorites that's published so far. 
and uh, of a book not written by you, right off the top of your head, what would be a book you would recommend to somebody? Maximum Ride. <laughs> um, they by James Patterson. Um, it's a, I think it's six, seven books now. He just added a new one last year, so I don't know what the count is. Um, it's a sci-fi thriller about kids who. I mean, most of the time they have wings, um, Max, Iggy, um, Fang, all of it. It's a huge journey on basically figuring out who they are. Um, and it's a very, it will get into your heartstrings. Uh, where can people find you online if they would like to learn more about your books and you? Um, I'm on Twitter, not very often. My biggest thing is I am on Facebook. Um, I have a like page for my writing if you want to just get to know my writing. Both of my books have their own pages, um, but you can link up through my Celestial Anne page. So it's just Celestial, C-E-L-E-S-T-I-A-L, and then Anne, A-N-N-E. Um, you can like that page. Um, I tend to keep my personal page to close friends. Um, I mean, you can try and message me on there, too, but I'll always respond on the Celestial Anne page. And then they also have links to my books and any new news that will come out. I'll try to post on Twitter. Don't have an, I have an Instagram, but I don't use it. Um, so, yeah, Facebook is probably your best bet. Cool. And I'll put all those links on the, the credits with this episode when it premieres. And so everybody Wait. can check out. Awesome. Sounds good. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us tonight to talk, and I hope you have a good rest of your night. You too. Thanks for having me on.